From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Aisha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Today on Pain to Purpose podcast, we have QBR, Big Roy from the Questions by Roy podcast. Screwed up. Welcome to the show, Big Roy. I'm glad to be here, Big Roy. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't go by Corey, you go by Big Roy. I go by I go by Roy, but I just say Big Roy to be extra with that shit. Okay. <laughs> Got you, Big Roy. Oh, so what's been going on with you, lately? Whole lot, man. Whole lot. Uh, planning shows, uh, family illness, the corona. Whole lot of shit. <laughs> corona. <laughs> corona, bro. Gotcha. Okay, so when you say planning shows... Planning shows for the questions by Roy. Uh, planning shows for questions by Roy. I got a, a few other ideas that's lingering around just to see uh, how it's gonna go. People pitching stuff, um, and then you know, once I have the meetings with them, sit down and, ca- and kind of go over things and see how that works out for the benefit of both parties. Then we'll go from there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you said some family illness. Yeah, yeah, man. My mother. Uh, shout out to Mom Dukes, who's a royal, you know, doing her thing. She's a warrior. She's an ox like me, so you feel me. But uh, she suffers from a brain tumor, and uh, she had to get her surgery like two weeks ago, and then turn around and get another surgery a week ago. So it's been kind of tough because she's in Atlanta, and I'm here. You know, this whole that's why I said Corona, because that kind of keeps you yeah, from going to it. Yeah, you feel me. So how how do you feel about your mom going through these I mean it's tough because uh, growing up it was just me and her and that's no discredit to my dad because he's here now you feel me ever since my kids been here he been here but I've seen her persevere through a lot of things and uh, I've actually seen the single mother struggle like I seen her go to school I seen her be like, don't you answer that goddamn door if I ain't done, you feel <laughs> Eat them leftovers because I'm working a 24-hour shift. So, you know, just to see her bust her ass and make shit happen, it's, a, it's, it's painful because there ain't much I can do but be the best man I can be, you feel most definitely because you only get one mom. Only one. one. She might get on my nerves every once in a goddamn while, but I love her to death. every mom. I know my mom will work my ass. Boy, <laughs> shit. But I love her though. I love yes, her. I love mine too. So what is the most painful experience that you have had in your life? In the entire life? Yes. Uh, I can say the one that kind of put me in the most deep depression. And that was when, and there's no shot to my son's mother, but it was when I found out I got put on child support because at that time, I labeled that as 
you ain't a ain't you a ain't shit father. You feel me? So I took it hard, hard, hard. You know, and that's just from my experiences growing up. I had to say that my mother said that about my daddy, but just seeing, you know, the different households and shit. So that put me through a deep depression. Like I stopped working out, stopped eating, you feel me? Stop because me and my son, being that he's my firstborn, you wanna do everything right by him, you know what I'm saying? So somebody label you that, no matter what it is, if they're acting off emotions or whatever, that shit fuck with you mentally, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're in the groove, doing everything you're supposed to. Some niggas don't give a fuck, that ain't me. I love mine, so it definitely took me there. So what are your views on child support now? Now, uh, I respect it, to be honest with you, as long as it's for the sake of taking care of the child, and it's not an emotional tool. Um, I, I do feel like every man and woman should do their part. So regardless, if it has to convert to that and y'all can't agree on anything, then it is what it is. A child still has to be took care of at the end of the day. Um, you know, now if you can do it without that, cool. Whatever works for you, um, as long as it's not used as a weapon, you know what I'm saying? But I do respect it because I date a woman, you know, that go through similar situation and you understand how much, how much things cost. <laughs> Especially extracurricular activities. So. And when when you was in that deep dark depression, mm-hmm. what other emotions were you feeling? Shit, felt like I was a failure. That shit. It took me to the point where I ain't gonna fuck with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm my partner. He knew. But other than that, I ain't feel like fuck with nobody. It just made me, you can't trust everybody's word, even if they said they ain't going to do nothing. It was a green moment for me, you feel me? And it turned out to be exactly the opposite. But again, no shot to her because now we, we cool, you feel me? It is what it is. And I understand that, so. so okay, and how did Yo. you how did you overcome that? Like, what healing methods did you use to move on from that deep, dark time? At first, drinking like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm talking about whole big bottles, you know what I'm saying? Big bottles, like big bottles every weekend. Back to back? Back to back, drinking. Drinking, straight drinking. Then start smoking, you feel me? And really, really, that, it went hand in hand, you feel me? Until, you know, my partners and my mother, a few other people had conversations with me, like, you know, you need to get back on your shit. You need to do what you was doing for you and get back right. You feel me? So that that was the major part was definitely drinking. Drinking like a fool. And once you came out of that dark depression, mm-hmm. what was next for you? Uh, The next thing was finding myself. Like getting back right with myself. Making sure that I could be the best father I could be. Um healing for myself you know it was it was a little bit difficult but that that was the main thing and then you know try to get back to the point where I could be a better father and get back in that for my son so and how old is your son now my son will be 12 tomorrow 12? Oh. happy birthday to him okay. uh, Corey happy Jr. birthday Corey Jr. yeah <laughs> there we go CJ shout out CJ <laughs> and um what impact does that have on you today as far as like him or just, just the whole situation like what impact uh it just made me not be as green and shit 
You feel me? Like, when you say green, there's a lot of people that doesn't know what green oh. <laughs> Green mean like oblivious to the fact that shit can happen regardless if, if a person say, I ain't going to do this. You can never put nothing past nobody. You feel me? You can never put nothing past what somebody say they ain't going to do, even if it's your, your partner or whoever. It's, it's liable to happen if it's, in best, best, if it's the best situation for them. They can give a fuck about hurting you, you know what I'm saying, if it's the best situation. Not, not, everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. Because if they got ties to you, they really fuck with you, then they ain't going to hurt you. But it can't happen. So was suicide something you ever thought about? I'd be honest and say, yeah. Shit, yeah. So did you have a plan or did you just, what what were your thoughts? It wasn't, at first, like, when I thought about it, you know, I talked to my partner, shot my partner, Tria. Uh, we talked about some real shit, been down since knee high. But uh, at first when I talked to him about it, I was just like, bro, I just thought about like, you know, the simple way, bye, like get that shit over with. But then I'm like, it's it'll be selfish of me because at the end of the day, my son's still here. And then I have a daughter now. So it's like, nigga, get on your shit. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, get on your shit. Get right, you know? And you ain't got to tell everybody every move you make. Yeah. Just get right. Gotcha. Yeah. So when you got right, was that when the questions by Roy part? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the questions by Roy shit started... Um, and in the midst of me drinking and healing, I used to do like little gatherings and shit at clubs and bars and whatnot, just see if people would come out. Mm-hmm. And they used to, they would come out, you know, start 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people. Shout out to them, they know who they are. And uh, we played drunk, uno, et cetera, et cetera. And it started because I asked, I started asking like questions. One night I was drunk. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna ask a question and see where it goes. I started asking questions. Next thing you know, boom, questions by Roy. You feel me? So what was one of your first questions that you asked? Uh, I think it was... You can't remember. Let me think, let me think. It it had to be something about uh, why do women like men but be afraid to shoot their shot, you feel me? Like they they, they like a man be sitting right next to him but afraid to say anything and feel like a man should just open up and say some shit. That's how I feel. See what I'm saying? I would, I would, I would never. <laughs> that shit's stupid, right? Why? Because I, I, I don't like rejection. Like I don't. Oh, what the? Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me explain something. Like you know how many times as a man you can get rejected? You feel me? And we just be like, we learn from it. Maybe it's our approach. Maybe it's the way we said it. Maybe it's the way we was carrying ourselves. It's the same thing. Y'all human too. I understand. Equal that. rights, it's, remember? It's the difference. It's the difference. And difference That's my ass. <laughs> Yo. Um, okay, so what's the ultimate goal for questions by Roy? Ultimate goal is to put everybody that's on my team in position to win. You feel me? Um, and that includes uh, even, you know, heavy traffic because I'm a part of that as the family. Shout out to heavy shout, traffic. Shout out to heavy traffic. So whatever I'm doing to pull my weight to make sure that everybody else is good, that's the ultimate goal for me. Because the vision I see is similar to Kevin Hart shit. You know, Kevin Hart has heartbeat productions where heartbeat production, where he's doing podcasting, movies, uh, TV shows, and they all come together with his homeboys, sit down at a round table, come up with ideas, and everybody paid. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So it's movies in your 
Vision. Fuck yeah, shit. So what kind of movies would you like to do though? Any movie said gonna put me in. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Sunday and Savannah. Shout Sunday, out. Yeah, Sunday and Savannah coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> so TV shows as well. TV shows. So you have man. the vision for all of that. For gotcha, sure. Gotcha. And like I said, it's a couple of shows being thrown my way just off of QBR ain't even been a year yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell said I'm thankful for him, you know, for the opportunity and the idea. Because it just so happened to work out the way it did. The stars mm-hmm. aligned. You know, so the more opportunities I get, the more I could pass on to everybody else. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And a lot of things I just sit back and watch manifest or come to life without trying too hard. Just let let shit happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and go Wait, with the flow. Go. There you go. And how did okay, I know where the Questions by Roy came from, but mm-hmm. how did the podcast begin? The podcast began because shit, I just, <laughs> I asked, I think I just reached out to say it one day. It was on some, I want to do a podcast shit, and I, I think what it was was I saw uh, Charlemagne, Ti, and a few other people kind of going on that way, and I think um, I can't remember Noriega, whatever his podcast is called, but I had that idea and. Come to find out, yeah, I already had the platform and shit going on. So I'm like, shit, I fuck with him, you fuck with me. Boom, bam, let's get it going. You feel it? Had to come up with an idea, come up with the name of it, come up with a plot, come up with how you're going to get sponsorships, et cetera, et cetera. And boom. And how long made. did it take you to do that? Uh, Probably, few. we set a goal. I think it was after we had our first conversation, it was like a month or two later because we wanted to make sure everything was straight. And I had to come, you know, correct. I didn't want to come on no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure my guests is already locked in um, and everything was squared away. And it was. It just so happened that I like to talk. Like, I'm, you know, I fought with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People fought with me, so. What's one of the most craziest <laughs> questions that you were asked to ask? Man, recently, <laughs> somebody asked me to ask anonymously, of course. Uh, how do you go about telling your woman that you putting your to- her toys in his ass, Whoa. something like that? <laughs> hey man, look, that's that, and I can't judge. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying because people don't got comfortable coming to me about stuff mm-hmm. and that stuff. I got to take to the grave. Yes, yes. And that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. I want you to be comfortable to ask that question mm-hmm. because that's what kind of keeps QBR going. That's yes. what keeps me in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people reach out. And that's it, but that's definitely... So, what was your answer? On something like that, I let the people ask. And what were some <laughs> of their answers? A lot of shit was like, God damn, like, what's going on? But a lot of a lot of women, y'all are receptive to, to non-biased ideas. So, y'all will say something like, well, sit her down, talk to her, let her know how you're feeling. She might accept it. She might like you. She might... Want to do it herself, you know what I'm saying? As long as you be open and honest and communicate with her. Now, some majority was like, Boy, you're crazy as fuck. That shit nasty. So, do you think. <laughs> do I think what? <laughs> I don't think nothing on that shit. <laughs> but look, on some of the questions, you gotta be. You got to learn when to fold and not say anything. Yeah, gotcha. Just let the crowd, let let everybody say their piece yeah. and go about it. Now, mind you, some people be looking for me to answer, but I know when to not say nothing. I've gotcha. learned my lesson. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> and what challenges do you face 
with the podcast? Uh, staying consistent. Staying consistent. Staying relevant. Um, because it's hard. Like, you lose people's attention in no time. You feel me? Um, making sure that it's focused into helping people and, and not just about me. You know what I'm saying? Although I'm the engine to it, it still takes an engine and other parts to run a vehicle. You feel me? So that's that's mainly the challenge. Staying consistent. And what parts do the other hosts play in the QBR? Man, Trill is an articulate fresh ass nigga, man. Fresh ass man, let me say that. <laughs> He's When he speaks, everybody listens because he don't talk much. Okay. You know, he sits and observes. He does his thing. But when you talk, you got something to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, Chardonnay, who is the woman, the first woman of QBR, she is like the version of me. Probably a little bit more smarter, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we women are smart. Well, you know, just a little bit. <laughs> but she uh, she knows how to work not only her brand, shout out to Privileged, but she knows how to work the crowd. She knows how to make everybody feel comfortable. I felt the energy, because she was on episode two. I felt the energy from her from that day. And I knew, okay, I want her on the team. And it was the best, one of the better decisions I ever made. Um, you know, and that's really it, who's on QBR right now. Okay, that's true. Yeah. And what feedback do you get from your listeners? Uh, shit, at first it was like, man, why are you asking all these dumbass questions? You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. Uh, and I used to be like, shit, they don't see the vision until shit started rolling. I remember having a conversation with Sid and CJ, like, they was they was telling me, all right, bro, when this shit get rolling, like, people gonna fuck with you. People, I'm like, man, nah, man, that shit. You know, you just kind of listen to shit and kind of, you store it in, but you're like, nah, man, it ain't gonna be nothing like that. Uh, shit. Now it's like... Everybody want to fuck with you, but they want the same people saying, why are you asking these stupid-ass questions? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I also get great feedback. I do get a lot of people that love it, a lot of people that say it's helped them in their marriage because it could have been questions they wanted to ask but were too scared to. Mm-hmm. So somebody else asked it. Okay. And it also gives them a platform to do it. Yes, you know what I'm saying? that's true. Yeah. And what have you learned about yourself since starting QBR? Uh, I could do whatever I want to. As far as like planning out shit, putting the action, putting the foot forward, and making it happen. My confidence level is not arrogant, but it's like I feel like I got the team. I fuck, I got the right people around me. Mm-hmm. Shit, who else gonna do it if it ain't us? That's how I feel. Yes. You know right. what I'm saying? And what yeah. advice would you give to those who wants to start a podcast? Uh, write it down. You know what I'm saying? Come up with a plan. Write it down. Make sure, you know, everything is in order. Make sure everything is squared away. You know, as far as your guests, your sponsorships, and your POA plan of action. You know. And what's the hardest thing about doing questions I The hardest thing, I would say it has to be, like I said before, just being consistent and making sure the sponsorships coming in or, you know, trying to book shows or, you know, host events, things like that, because we don't want it just to be considered a podcast. We want it to be a brand. 
you know what I'm saying, attached to a podcast. So I would say that's definitely one of the most difficult tasks is preach, you know, asking somebody to believe in you and invest in you beforehand, before the show starts. Gotcha. And have you found your purpose in life? Nah, not yet, I don't think. Okay. I will say, I think I got multiple purposes, though. Okay. I think and one of them is... Huh? With some of them that you think? I think I'm a, a pillar for people, if that makes sense. Like, could you elaborate? I've been I've been sent here to help people go through hard times, even if I don't know them. You know, it's easy to kind of relate to people because I don't been through so much pain and turn that into purpose. You like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your biggest fear in life? Biggest fear is not leaving anything for my kids to to have as their own. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be damned if they had to go through the struggles I had to go through, or not know when or or when or how something's gonna get paid. Gotcha. You feel me? I feel like they shouldn't have to sacrifice for shit. Even if I work to the day I die, that's just what it is. As long as they're squared away where I'm going, that's it. And what legacy do you want to leave behind? Like, what do you want people to remember Big Roy as? I was genuine. Genuine. Really really out here trying to help people, my community. Really out here trying to put the foot forth to bring light to everybody, not just me. Like I said before, it ain't just about me. You know, I bring business owners on. I bring rappers on. I got uh, other artists that's coming on, whether it's Trap Solo, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it is that you do. I was genuine enough to look out for you and give you a chance to share the spotlight with me. That's it. Gotcha. That's it. I hope you guys hear heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, tell us a little bit of fun facts about Big Roy. Fun facts. Don't <laughs> be right. uh, let's see. Fun facts. Uh, uh, I'm definitely a gamer. <laughs> You know, just like any other man, you feel me, that I, that I know of. Uh, PlayStation, shout out to that. Um, I'm a hustler, you know, when it comes to means. I ain't going to say legal or illegal, but I mean, <laughs> you know, just making things happen. I've always been able to take something small and turn it into something big. I don't know how sometimes. It just things play out of my favor, I'll be honest. Um... Cowboys fan, LSU fan, for sure. Got to hold that down. First of all, watch my <laughs> LSU championship. Shout out LSU. Um, I am, when I love, I love. You feel me? When I love, I love, whether it's relationship, whether it's friendship, whatever. When I love, I love. And do you have a whoop whoop? She talking about whoop whoop. Yeah, I got a lady, man. Okay. I got a lady, shout out to her. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And who was your inspiration? Uh, originally, it was my, it was Dr. King, but then I found out that that shit ain't what it is, to be honest, but that's another story. Uh, can you elaborate? <laughs> uh, some things just smoke and mirrors, you feel me? Some things... I feel like back in the past could have been handled differently, and we probably be in better position than we are right now. Just mm-hmm. being real, gotcha. um, instead of playing that kumbaya shit, we should have been mm-hmm. on some fuck everybody. Let's get our shit together. But you know, yeah, 
Um, other than that, my mother. Because even though she going through the shit that she going through, she called me today and was like, she want the first QBR jersey that's going to be sold out. And she want to buy it and wanted to say Ma, uh, QBR Mon Duke. So okay. I know that's love. Even though, even though her surgery bed of being in the hospital still mm-hmm. thinking about me. So. And what keeps you going with questions thyroid? The people. The people, the reaction I get, you know, I could be having a fucked up day. Mm. And uh, a lot of times I just get some shit out of the blue. Like, you know, shout out to Ashley uh, and her business. She just randomly hit me up and, and gave me a free question about Roy Custom Jersey. Wow. You feel me? So shout out to her the long way. You know, when people or, you know, my boy, you know, Jay Toon, who did the artwork, you know, when shit like that happens. And people really just fuck with you just because mm-hmm. it, it keep you going. You know what I'm saying? It let me know I'm on the right path. Gotcha. Mm. And what is one message you would like to give your listeners? Uh, stay resilient. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Shit going to be fucked up just like anything else. You might not get it when you first try to swing at it, but keep swinging at it. Eventually, you'll hit the home run. That's how I feel. You know, eventually, whatever it is you're going through at the moment can't keep you down forever. Eventually, you're going to pop up. And when you pop up, just be prepared to ride that ride and keep going. Keep yeah. going. Keep, keep pushing. Going. No keep pushing. What the situation Don't is, stop for pushing. nobody. Don't th- second guess yourself or nothing. Just keep going. You feel me? And if the, where can they find you, the listeners? find you. If they have a question they want to ask you, where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook on the Corey Smith, of course. Is it C-O-R-E-Y or is it C-O-R-Y? C-O-R-Y S-M-I-T-H You can find me on of course Instagram questions by Roy. You can hashtag questions by Roy. We're the only ones that's doing that. Twitter question by Roy, not questions. You can of course, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Hub, and SoundCloud. You know, all questions by Roy. You know, shout out to every traffic family, of course. And shit, if you hit me on Facebook, it's a lot easier to get, you know, get back to me. Okay. And but, you said C-O-R-Y. Yes, that's my tip. And we also have a Facebook on questions by Roy, so you can like that and follow that. Submit a question, either or, to my personal page or that, and we'll get you squared away, regardless. Until next time, Pain to Purpose podcast with Aisha Monique. Hey. Also fine.